Another big issue today is the internet and electronic games. With all the possibilities that going online offers our children, there are great benefits but also great dangers. We can encourage them to use the internet but also alert them to the risks and take steps to make it as safe as we can. We need to put in the best up-to-date filters on home computers. But at the end of the day, our children's best filter will be their brains as we teach them to make good choices. This will then help them whether they're at home or in other people's houses. Technology is breaking your frontiers. It's providing us with, with um, huge opportunities in terms of knowledge, in terms of skills, in terms of research that can all be used to, uh, for the development of, of, of thinking, of understanding, and indeed of knowledge. But equally, um, it has sadly opened us to a world of, um, I actually call it a cesspit, uh, a, a world of corruption, a world of uh, quite inappropriate material um, for different age groups. And parents need to be aware that there is this huge part of, of, of the internet that is detrimental to, to children and indeed to adult use. Uh, and the checks and balances need to be put in to ensure that that's properly managed. In talking to children about staying safe on the internet, as an organisation, we talk a lot about the smart rules, staying safe. So think about staying safe, keeping your personal information private. Don't meet up with anyone. Be very discerning about what you accept, whether it's an email with a virus on it. You don't know necessarily what's going to be in it. Reliability is a key thing. Encourage your child to think about the types of material that they're looking at. Is it reliable? Is it trying to sell them something or tell them something from a certain angle? And that also applies to people. Are they who they say they are? If you've not met someone in real life and you don't know them, they're still a stranger. And most importantly, encourage them to talk about what they're doing and to tell you or a trusted adult, whether it's a grandparent or a teacher, about what they're doing online and if they see something uncomfortable. It comes back to, to giving children a sense of responsibility at an early age and knowing what is right, knowing what is wrong, being able to put in boundaries for themselves so that when they come across something that, that, that they feel is inappropriate, they know what to do. Uh, something like the two-second rule in terms of looking at something and having two seconds to decide, do I dwell on this or do I move on from it? That sort of little tool is a vital one, I think, to help um, all of us to cope with what the internet throws up at times. It's important to keep computers they have access to, including laptops, in a family room, as this will help them to take responsibility for what they look at online. We also need to have clear time limits of how long they can be online and what games they can play. We may have to explain that our rules are different to other families and why. We have um, a list of agreed websites that they're allowed to visit when they're, they're on the computer. Um, I think there's about half a dozen. They know what they are. Uh, they can go on those websites um, when they want to. If they want to go anywhere else, they have to ask and clear it with us first. When they want, they come and ask us if they can turn the computer on. It's, um, st it's still password protected. They can't actually turn it on without us knowing. With electronic games, it's easy for our children to become addicted. And restricting how long and when they can play will be important boundaries to put in place. Sometimes after a while you get bored anyway, and it's 
and we understand afterwards why our mum turned it off and, and we need to get some fresh air or something because it's good for us and it's healthy, yeah. Are you always able to do things that you like to do? No, because um, on, I'm only allowed on the Wii once a week. And I'm only allowed on my DS on the Friday or the weekend. Um, sometimes um, it is because probably in your eyes probably get a bit tired and you feel like I've had a bit too much. When I just come out of ballet and tap, Matthew always doesn't stop playing on his DS because he wants to finish this game. Well, I always get to a good stopping point, Emma, because cause you don't want to stop too early. You want to, you want to do as much as you can. We need to watch out for which devices we buy as they have different capabilities for parental control. There are a plethora of new and exciting devices out there and a lot of them are really, really good. They have great educational benefits. I think it's really important for parents to do a bit of research before they buy them for children and to understand what they will enable their children to do so that they can make an informed decision about whether they do want to buy them, knowing fully about the device and what the potential for that device could be. We recognise this issue of monitoring electronic games and the internet is very time-consuming for parents and a big challenge. But it's a challenge we'd encourage you to take on for your children's sake. Another big issue today is drugs and alcohol. Some parents think that by talking to their children about drugs and alcohol, they'll create an interest and encourage them to experiment. Actually, the opposite is true. As with the other issues we've looked at, it's vital to equip them with the facts and have ongoing conversations as the opportunities arise. For some of us, that may mean we need to do some research ourselves to get up to speed with the latest facts. With children who are quite young, eight, nine or ten, when it comes to drugs and alcohol, you can almost put the whole subject together and it's not one conversation, it's a series of conversations or comments about these issues. So for instance, you might talk to them a little bit about what alcohol is, where it comes from. You might talk about the positive aspects of alcohol in our lives, like it has medicinal purposes, it can be used in cooking, but also the fact that people can have too much alcohol and it can affect their behaviour. You might also talk about the fact that with drugs, uh, there are legal drugs which are healthy, there are medicines which are drugs, but there also are Ill illegal drugs which can be damaging to the body, um, and, but also legal drugs can be damaging to the body if they're misused. So it's a bit of very simple information with children that young. You don't use scare tactics and try and frighten them. And as parents, one of the most important things we can do about this is what we're all modelling. So while we come in uh, saying we've got a headache and, and grabbing some aspirin or some paracetamol and painkillers, before maybe having a glass of water and sitting down? Or are we suddenly saying, oh my gosh, I've got to have a, a drink of wine when we come in or a, or a gin and tonic to relax? What are we modelling to them? So, so important because children, young people hate hypocrisy and they need to see us modelling appropriate behaviour in any kind of drug situation, whether it's alcohol, illegal drugs or legal drugs. Informing our children about these topics and modelling a responsible approach is part of our role as parents. If we don't do it, others will, and the information and values they pick up may be neither entirely accurate nor helpful in the long term. There's a lot to think about in these areas. We suggest that you look now at the questions in your manual to help you discuss these big issues. Well, for today, we have a discussion question. 
What should you do to restrict your child's time online or playing games, and how can you keep them safe? And similarly, how can you try to give your children a healthy attitude towards drugs and alcohol? This can be a challenging topic as well, so definitely discuss it with your partner in parenting first if they're available, and use your discretion in figuring out if it's appropriate to discuss with your group if you are working with a group. Not everybody's children are going to be at the same stage of development, and so some of these may not be issues yet, but it might still be something good to think ahead about. Have a good discussion. We'll see you tomorrow.